takes a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. We're three hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family, and faith. Join our familia as we learn together, laugh, and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations. Welcome to A Little Mas. Welcome to episode 35. We are, uh, what, a couple days after Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when you, by the time you hear this, yes. right, we're recording a little bit after uh, Hispanic. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, because it's yeah. Hispanic Mother's Day. Because I yeah. know in El Salvador they celebrate oh, on the 10th. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I think Guatemala does too. That's so. true. It's not just Mexico. I know, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> on my end. It would have been Mexican Mother's Day. I heard a lot of people Day. say, oh, it's Mexican Mother's Day today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all over the radio. That's true. Uh, yeah, because there's a... Um, this, take it back. Sorry, familia. Yeah, there's this missionary I know that we all follow that he has, he does some awesome stuff in El Salvador. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. they celebrated Mother's Day mm-hmm. on May 10th. Yeah. They had the big thing Yay. at their school that they do. And, oh. and I'm like, I could have sworn... Um, I've heard from my other friends that are not Mexican mm-hmm. that they also were the like tent. celebrating their mamas. Yeah. Very but cool. I don't know. It could. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but we were kind of. I, I don't know. I was. I was kind of thinking about it. The fact that I remember a couple years ago, mom was a little hurt with us. Uh, we had all like told her Happy Mother's Day that Sunday. You I know. don't remember that. Man. Yeah, and I remember her being a little hurt, and I was like, "Mom, what's wrong?" And she was like, "Well, it's because no one told me." You know. Feliz Dia de las Madres on Mother's Day. And I was like, but it's today. Don't you see the flowers? Don't you see the <laughs> like, today is your day. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, well, I guess I guess everyone had like either called grandma and like some people oh, had messaged so her, maybe called it just her too. A little yeah. differently that year. Yeah. And that she just, you know, she hadn't received anything from us. And so I think it just really hit her hard. Like my kids don't care about me, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. I was thinking, but really, in our reality, they never... That was the one thing, right? By they, you mean our parents. Our parents, right. yeah. That was the one thing within like our culture that we never really we did. Yeah, we didn't right? celebrate it on the 10th. We never celebrated on the 10th. Our parents never did. My, I remember dad would always buy, help us buy stuff for mom, right? right. And we would, he would preserve it. We would save it for that Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that Sunday morning before church, what would we do? Yeah. We'd all go in her room. Mm-hmm. We'd either play some music on like the, you know, on the stereo. Yeah. And we'd surprise her mm-hmm. with our gifts before church. I yeah. used to love that. It was like Christmas morning for mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my earliest memories and recollections are of us celebrating Mother's Day on whatever Sunday it fell on uh-huh. for Mother's Day yeah. in the United States. I don't ever remember doing, you know, celebrating Mother's Day on the 10th. I do remember um, that on the 10th, dad would call his mom, so our grandma, mm. and, you know, just kind of wish her happy Mother's Day. I remember because I remember seeing him doing that. And every once in a while, mom would, you know, talk to her as well. But uh-huh. And I knew that he was calling her to wish her like a happy Mother's Day. Yeah. But I didn't think anything of it because I was like, oh, well, that's not the holiday that we celebrate here uh-huh. because they hadn't taught that to us. And I mean, even with like school and stuff, like we make our little trinkets, whatever we make for our mommies and we would give it to them. I remember mm-hmm. holding it all the time yeah, until, until that Sunday. That mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so I didn't think that it was something that, you know, would come across as like, oh, they don't celebrate me on yeah. that day. Yeah. And so I always wonder, I was like, I hope. Mom doesn't. You know what's you know, funny though bad. is um I think over the last 2 years just because like I've had friends and stuff like I have friends that are like from Tijuana uh-huh. and you know and they do celebrate um 
uh, May 10th as Mother's yeah. Day. And so I'm like, oh, well, that's sweet. You know, why not just give a call or a text or whatever? Uh-huh. And so over the last two years, I'll just call yeah. and just say like, um, hey, mom, happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh, thanks. But the first time I did it, she thought it was weird. <laughs> See? <laughs> And I was like, okay. <laughs> and now, and it's funny because I just do it now just like for kicks. Uh-huh. And I even did it to my mother-in-law. So I call her yesterday. And, like, mm, and I was like. A couple of days early, girl. <laughs> I was like, you know, and I was like, happy, happy Mother's Day. And she's kind of giggled. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. You too, you know. Uh-huh. But it's one of those things where it's like none of us have been used to that. Yeah. But so that's why it's so funny because I think maybe that was just one of those years. Mom must have just been really she was I in her feelings that's what it that was. year. I, exactly. I think she was just really in her feelings because all of these other people around her were getting mm-hmm. all this love. And it was like it was completely and silent on And she had to wait a few end. days. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember the next year I did the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. I called her and she was like all weird about it. Yeah. And I was like, do you want this or not on the table? <laughs> Help us we can start this. We can make this a tradition. Yeah, we, we can just do need this. To know. You want yeah. two Mother's Day? We'll give you two Mother's <laughs> Day. You know what I mean? Like, like what do you, what, yeah. what's going on? Um. Uh, Mother's Day is always such a crazy thing for me mm-hmm. um, because of just, I don't know, I've always struggled with it, you know, mm. even now that I'm a mother, yeah. it's still very much like a little part of me still always feels like, ugh, like the way I used to feel when mm-hmm. this day would come around. Mm. It's funny because you sep- I, I kind of would separate it in my mind, right? Like I love celebrating it for my mom right? because of how much I love mom and just all that she means to me. Mm-hmm. But then there was another side of me that was just always so just sad and just wanted to get through the day mm-hmm. because it reminded me of what I, you know, that I wasn't a mom. Right. You know? And so even now I was thinking about that um, this morning, just like, you know, I was, as I was praying. I was like, Lord, you know, thank you. And my little one was like giggling in her sleep <laughs> or something. And I was like, thank you, Lord, you know, because I have her, you know, but it has still been a, a struggle, mm-hmm. you know, to, to have more kids or, you know, still thinking of um, little ones that have been lost. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and so this day still rolls around. And I, it just, something about it. Is it, it like know. a bittersweet day for you? It is. It is a bittersweet mm-hmm. day. And so I just, you know, for um, our sisters out there that yeah. have, you know, are struggling to either conceive or, you know, even our brothers out there that are part of our familia that, um, you know, would love to be dads like it's kind of like what um our brother says you know I remember in one sermon he had talked about how even though we may not have biological kids Mm -hmm. you know we have been an influence on someone's life Mm -hmm. and so um and just the fact that you are you still have like we've said before you still know love Mm -hmm. you have experienced love don't ever let somebody tell you like you won't know love until you have kids like you know love Mm -hmm. right you have love of family members you have love of friends you have love of you know if you have a spouse whatever Mm -hmm. it may be um and that we're just we're here for you and we think of you um on these days when we celebrate moms and dads Mm -hmm. because we know that there are um a lot of us out there that these days are hard for yeah. You know, or it it's even hard for those that have um you know, I was thinking about um uh the sweet girl that we know who um you know, whose mom had actually passed away around this time mm-hmm. and how hard that must be. You yeah. know, Mother's Day come around comes mm-hmm. around and you know, your mom is no longer here with you. Mm-hmm. Um how difficult that must yeah. be. And um 
And so it's, you know, it's, I don't know. I was just thinking about the, like, it's, it's such a, it's a sweet day, but like you said, Sally, a little bit bittersweet sometimes, yeah. you know, I don't know if you, I don't know how Mother's Day is for you now. Like, do you feel like it's, um, yeah, I don't feel like I have the same sentiment that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just like got past it, I guess. I yeah. don't know. But I also have so much on my head, in my head going on. That's too. true. <laughs> You're in such a yeah. different place yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I relate a little bit. Like, I, mean, I remember when, um, before we were able to conceive, Mother's Day was difficult, but the hardest one for me was Father's Day, which mm. is really weird because I'm not a father. <laughs> yeah. Why was But it, it was more so because I always was like, man, I can't, I would feel like I can't give that to my husband. And oh, he's like an awesome yeah. dad. He is an awesome dad. Yeah. And that's what would always get me. I would always be like, oh, I cringe for Father's Day the most. Mm, wow. Over wow. Mother's so Day. that's interesting. So it was almost like Mother's Day for you was because it was personal for you. You're like, I can handle that. Mm-hmm. What I can't handle is being there for Father's Day because that's something that I wish I yeah. could give to my husband yeah. that I can't. Oh, I've never yeah. thought of it that yeah. way. Yeah. And I remember like, it depends on what churches you go to. Sometimes... They don't, not that they don't handle the best way, but I feel sometimes like, you know, they put, and being a father and being a mother is such an important role. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nobody is negating that. I just feel like sometimes it's like, I would, I, would, I remember sitting through any of those sermons on those, any specific day and be like, like I felt income, like not whole mm-hmm. or like less than mm-hmm. sitting there like, okay, well, this is clearly directed towards all the moms or all the dads. Mm-hmm. And like, and uh, like how do I fit? in this role today or in this sermon today mm-hmm. you know and so well, i think we've had that conversation yeah, a lot you definitely. know definitely i think it's really hard to help people understand that mm-hmm. until they've walked yes. through it like some people will really get it and then others just feel like but we we have to celebrate yeah. and yes motherhood and fatherhood should be celebrated yes yeah. they should be but also understand like it's a you know, it's 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 trying to understand that you you have to walk. It's a, a fine line. A yes, fine line for because sure. exactly. there are still tons of people yes, yes. sitting there listening yes, to right. all of this that are just breaking. Like I remember, I would have to walk away, mm-hmm. and um, and I don't know. I would stand somewhere where no one can see me, and I would just break down. Yeah, it was it was so hard mm-hmm. for me. Sometimes I didn't even want to come because mm-hmm. it was you know for a Mother's Day service, and it was like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see my mom, you know when. Right. Everyone's done with right. service and I'll, I'll meet up with you guys mm-hmm. and we'll give her the gifts. Yeah. That was me separating. Like, I want to exactly. celebrate mom. I want to make right. this a big right. deal yeah. for her. But I don't want to be reminded of right. what I'm and I right. missing. And, right. felt, and I feel yeah. like as a person who's going through that, it's really hard to express yourself because it's like people think you're bitter and that's yeah. why you don't yeah. want to celebrate and it's like well it's not so much that i'm bitter it's more like i'm, <laughs> I'm hurting, hurting inside exactly and i just want you to understand you know this is how i feel on yeah. these specific days yes. and i'm not trying to take away you know anything from you uh-huh. it's just you know I, I guess up until recently i think we talked about this um when we talked harder episode about you know loss and all that mm-hmm. stuff i never saw so many people talk about you know their losses mm-hmm. you know when it came to um miscarriages or whatever until recently you know it was like something that you just couldn't say mm-hmm. like you couldn't you couldn't tell people hey you know what i've suffered a loss you yeah. know or you know or my, my husband and I are trying to conceive mm-hmm. because it was like it, it was really difficult like i think we said you know going to baby showers you oh know, yeah having all those announcements and it's and it felt like you were constantly being bombarded yeah. and mm-hmm. you're like inside yourself just like crying mm-hmm. you yeah. know and i'm just and i think that's how mother's day kind of was for me as well because it's like well i want to say something because i feel like you know we're close enough yeah mm-hmm. where you know i celebrate your your um your 
victories and your and you know, I cry when you cry, mm-hmm. but can it be reciprocated? Yeah, you know, like can I can I you know, you know, express myself mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. without you taking that as you know, oh, you're trying to you know take away from you know, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever this day is because I'm not at all. Like I said, I always my stance was always yes, mom should be celebrated and dance should be celebrated, um, but I think as a whole we have to acknowledge that there's a whole group of people out there that maybe haven't had the chance to mm-hmm. and we're just you know this is a big reminder mm-hmm. of that to them mm-hmm. yeah that's true um i've even spoken like with my friends that um you know are single mm-hmm. that this day is is difficult for them you know um female friends mm-hmm. you know because of the fact that they're reminded still of um something that they may long for mm-hmm. and they're like still they what they feel it's not even really yeah. reality but what they feel is you know, I had I had um, one friend in college tell me um, kind of like it was like they were steps behind. Right. You know, for one of my friends from college. And and I was like, yeah, even though it might not be it. Right. Because I, I know like we were uh, I think um, our brother was talking about this in, in the sermon. We, we've been talking about relationships and how, you know, just because you're single doesn't mean you are in any way incomplete mm-hmm. right. or that you are finally um, you know, have now made it once you're married. Right. Like, so you, you know, we shouldn't just be waiting for that next of marriage for life to begin. Like right. life has begun, right? Yeah. you know? And, and so um, to hear this friend of mine say, you know, oh, they feel like they're steps behind, yeah. you know, made me feel I- I- that much more like even then it really hit me. And I just thought like, man, I don't want them to feel that mm-hmm. way at all, you know, because now I'm that, you know, now I knew what it was like to be that one person that has that you know, quote unquote, that one step mm-hmm, made, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, um, and that's always felt towards mom. Like, oh, great. You have that one step <laughs> made, you know, and I'm stuck behind it. It's like, yeah. everyone's always going, everyone's going through their own step yeah. and everyone feels like they're somewhere in this large puzzle called life, right. you know, and everyone, everyone feels like they're missing these certain pieces. And so it's just being empathetic and mm-hmm. yeah. understanding, you know, and, and loving. I think that's one thing that always helped me through that day was, People that did know my circumstance, um, you know, like you guys and 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 Sally, I knew that you know Evelyn and I had gone through the same thing. You were always so sweet. You would, you know, make us feel like the mommies that mm-hmm. we were on those days, mm-hmm. and that always meant the world to me yeah. because I didn't see myself in that way. Mm-hmm. And and you were the one that would be like, you know, you are, and mm-hmm. you would give us these little things, and it mm-hmm. just meant the world, you know. And I remember even I think what was it, Evie? I think we were both. Um, the year that we were pregnant, our dad got us like a balloon. A rose. A rose. Well, yeah. I think he got me a balloon. No, I think it was a rose. I, cause I, still I have think it, it might I have been have like the rose the, attached, oh, attached, to attached to a balloon. Okay. A balloon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, I, we're yeah. remembering. <laughs> no, it was because I remember I got something very similar. It was like, yeah. it was, it, actually, I was thinking maybe a little bit more than a rose, but. I don't. I, I think, I, but it could have been a rose. But I, I know it had a, a balloon attached. Okay, to it. yeah, because I have the balloon still. Yes, uh, yeah, it was I just attached. The rose. <laughs> yeah, but it meant it was the sweetest yes. thing, you know, uh-huh. because Dad just gives it and he's just like, it's so sweet. Hand. I gave me a hug and I just like was like burst into yes. tears because well, he's such a quiet man yes. that doesn't mm-hmm. always, you know, fully express himself. And so knowing that, like, he went to go buy mm-hmm. those balloons for mm-hmm. us. By the roses, yes. like how much that meant, yes. you know, from him. It was such, yeah. so special. Yeah. I agree with you, Mabes, on like the whole being empathetic, you know, empathic towards others in, in that situation because we don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew, I mean, there was, 
the struggle that I knew was the infertility struggle and what that's like, you know, when you're like, you do feel like, well, you know, you see all these, you know, awesome mommies who get to be celebrated, Mm -hmm. you know, for Mother's Day and you feel like, gosh, I wish that was me. I wish I could be part of that, you know? And so that was very important. And then go a step further than that. But then someone who has lost a very precious little one, a miscarriage. For me, the, the thing that hurts the most is, I would hate, (laughs) that's a strong word, to have anybody ever say to that person, like, you know, you're not a mommy yet. Uh, Yes, you you are. (laughs) Yes, you, yes, you 100% are, you know. And so for (laughs) me, that's why it was so important, you know, to just, I I couldn't imagine like how, I mean, I think what it was, was I was hurting with you guys. And I've, and I thought if I, if I hurt and I love you guys as my sisters, I can't imagine what it's like to be in your shoes in that pain. And so that's why I was like, I mean, if I could have given you guys the world, I would have if I could have in those moments. I just was like, I don't know how to let them know how important they are Mm -hmm. and that they are mommies, you know. And so that was very important for me. And I remember the first time dad came home um, one Sunday, uh, the first time he ever came to to my house with like a little flower or something for Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. I was like bawling. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) This is crazy. So special. Yeah. But but again, familia, we don't want to say like, oh, cater to us. You know, (laughs) not at all. It's just, you know, about understanding that there's a lot of people in different walks. Yes. Mm -hmm. And And just being sensitive to that, right? Exactly. Yeah. I hope, I hope that. Like it's okay to celebrate. Yes. We just don't, you know, we, we don't want to be. Uh, not have in mind that everybody's journey is different yes. and other people are in different places in their yeah. life. Yeah, no one wants you to stop them and be like, oh, yeah. not you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. Or, you know, or be like, oh, you know, giving you the sad eye. Like, right. no, I never wanted anyone to acknowledge right. it at all like, yeah. in that way. No, yeah. Oh, well, and you know what it is? I think for me is it's empowering because I remember I remember being pregnant with my daughter, mm-hmm. my first Mother's mm-hmm. Day. Yeah. After I had conceived and she, I was pregnant, and I think I was like six months pregnant. Yeah. And I remember a gentleman that I knew mm-hmm. <laughs> from my church say to me, "You know, he was going to all the mommies. Happy uh-huh. Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's uh-huh. Day to you." Uh-huh. And he came to me, "Not you, not yet, yeah. not yet." Oh I my remember gosh, how that happened that to me too. You. And I was yeah. like, uh, <laughs> "Right." Oh and and you know gosh. what it was? It took one awesome, brave uh-huh. woman from church who, like, wasn't even really close uh-huh. to me, but was just a sweetheart. And she she heard that comment. She waited till he left. Uh-huh. And she goes, Mija, you are a mommy. And then she proceeded to tell me how I was a mom. She's like, you're taking care of yourself, what you're eating, what you're putting mm-hmm. into your body, mm-hmm. you know, what you're doing every day. Yeah. That is you taking care of yeah. your baby. Yeah. You are a mommy, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like... Thank you. And that was so empowering because how do you say to a woman like not just yet. because the baby hasn't come out, <laughs> yeah. you're not a mommy yet. Yeah. You know, you don't know no, what it is to suffer. Yet. Right? Like no different <laughs> yeah. than if I hadn't met that poor baby. Uh-huh. Like that yes. is I, I still am a mom and, you know, yeah. uh-huh. and so it was like that was so empowering for me. And so I think that's where my heart is at now. It's like, how can I empower yes. other women to yes, let them know like it. you are loved and you are valued, even when you feel like maybe you're not understanding if you are, but you are, mm-hmm. you know, and you should be celebrated yes. for that. So th- empowerment, I think that's yes. what it comes yeah. down to. And, and, and like you guys said, the empathy of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And we love all our mamas. Yes. Yeah. Our mama is so special to us and we love her so much. Yes, very much. It's true. I, I, I was thinking back even like our relationship now that we're older with her, like how much it has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I love her for that. I love that she was able to adapt the way she, um, you know, had relationship with us mm-hmm. as we got older. Mm-hmm. Um, she she allowed us to grow. She allowed us to make mistakes. Like I still remember, she'll laugh all the time, right? Mm-hmm. When um, <laughs> I remember, I I think I was about to get. I, I, like I was telling her how much I liked my boyfriend who you know my husband who was mm-hmm. my boyfriend at the time but I think we had broken up and we were planning to get back together <laughs> and she was like she was like well, I'll be praying for you Mija you know I've always loved him and then and she was like so just you know treat each other well I was like I will because I love him all the <laughs> <way."> <laughs> do you understand this and so like every single time she'll be like you loved him so much you know <laughs> but she just you know she learned how to transition from from like letting go mm-hmm. um as we got like you know towards the age of 18 to like becoming, you know, still that mother figure, but now a person that we could go to and talk to. Not me, she let me move out. Okay, because you was cray cray. You were too. You were the one yeah, boundaries. You were so rebellious. And she was like, I had to rein you in. Boundaries. I was like, Mom, like, it's because you're I'm so crazy. <laughs> you are so crazy. I'm going to get my own apartment. I work. Not, I have not when job. you come from a Hispanic family. <laughs> yes. I, I you told that. Okay. You, you forgot where you came Can from. Can I just say this? <laughs> this was one of my like, okay, remember remember the Ven Conmigo Spanish books? Yes. Mm-hmm. I taught out of that oh, book, Oh, yes, right? I remember. And you know how it would have like those little those little um, boxes that were like little culture boxes, right? Yes. That would give you a little snippet of the culture. One of those things was <laughs> you don't move out of the family until you get married. That's right. And every time I would think of you, you would be like, this crazy girl. She's trying to go against status quo. <laughs> she was all like, I, what were you, like early 20s? Yeah. And she's like, I'm early 20s. I got my job. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I, I can make it on my own. <laughs> my mom was like, uh, shut down. Okay. <laughs> Which is so weird to me because I was, was that ever on your radar? I didn't want to move, move out. To move out? No. <laughs> I was like, I got it made here. Ain't nobody trying to leave. Pay rent. What? No. <laughs> exactly. I was like, look, I ha- we, we, we would help mom, you yes. know. Um, with money and stuff, but like she never like charged us rent. Mm-hmm. We had delicious food all the time. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm straight, yo. Yeah. I like, mean, we took care of like our bills, right? So like cell phone, car payment, insurance, uh-huh. all that stuff. But she was so awesome. Her and dad were so awesome that they were like, you know, as long as you live here, yeah. this is your home. But you just don't have make to, sure yeah. you turn off them lights because <laughs> you'll be paying that bill. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we would have to suffer through, like we've said, yes. the hot months, you know, with the AC not being up. I was making like, enough to pay for no light bill, you yeah. know, just everything else. <laughs> <laughs> you were something else. That's why. That is exactly had to rain you in. You always try to fly away too soon. That was your problem. That's what it was. Yeah, it was. So I think mom always like, you know. And we're gonna okay. So so we're gonna talk about that today in our in our main um, segment. You know, who am I? Right. And this isn't like a self discovery. Um, really, what we're gonna talk about is whether or not our um, order of birth. Mm-hmm affects your personality in any way whether it's positively or negatively right Mm -hmm. and so I was kind of thinking about this because this past month um uh one of the churches in our area is doing like um these Enneagram tests and the Enneagram tests really are a form of um like personality Mm -hmm. um assessments right and uh my good friend uh Martita uh, who you guys, Familia, have had the pleasure of meeting on one of our <laughs> podcasts. And we will have her back soon, I promise. Um, uh, she's, you know, we were talking about stuff and she's like, oh, my goodness, you should really take this. Like, I feel like it would really help you because she's like, as she was talking to me about it, she's like, I can kind of feel like you're s- these certain characteristics, mm-hmm. right? And in the Enneagram, they're based on like numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I-, I feel like you would fit in there, but I think you should take it. So I took it and I obviously told you guys and was like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, it's been 
again, no exam or personality test is ever going to really lock you down. It just can't. Like we've always said, right? And Evie has always said it so beautifully, and I'm going to totally butcher it, but we are, yeah, here I go. I'm about to butcher it already. So I already butchered it. (laughs) I say so many wives think they don't know how to help you. you. I don't know which one you're trying to say. That's a cop out to me. She she just can't remember what the heck she said. We're such complex beings, right? Do you remember now? We're such complex beings that they're not, not just one little thing can pinpoint us. But they help us to recognize, you know, areas in which maybe um, we need to work on, Mm -hmm. you know. And in this case, um, it has a lot to do with like spiritually, like what what you can also work on, you know. So your strengths and then things that maybe lead you to sin. And so I took the I took the test and um, I've also been listening to like the sermons that come along with it and like podcast episodes that kind of go deeper into the sermons and to be honest with you, sisters, I know I've told you guys this, but it has really helped me pinpoint a lot of stuff mm. that seems so obvious, but I have not <laughs> like realized That's it. The best. Yes, at all. And I'm just like, and as I've like talked it through with you guys, and like even with Martha, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is why I struggle with this, or this is why I struggle with that, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway. So we're, you know, we're, we're filled with all these different personality tests, uh, things that, you know, we want to find out why we are the way we are. So what if birth order has something to do with that? Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you think birth order has anything to do with it? Do you feel like your, your own personality was molded and shaped because of the, you know, you, Sally, are, we're the second born, Evie, you're the first born, I'm the middle. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Uh, because there have been times, I'm not going to lie, there have been times where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's because I'm the second child or whatever, you know? Like what? Like what? Um, What's like specific to yeah. being second yeah. born? Don't be all copied out here, okay? Let's use that term again. Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's what I was saying. I'm trying to get my thoughts right. Okay. okay so I, I know that there have been times, like, as I've grown, mm-hmm. that I've learned certain things about birth order and, you know, what it's like to be the second child or, like, maybe the oldest, the middle child, the you know the baby or whatever mm-hmm. um but for me it kind of gets blurred because i'm the second oldest out of six kids yeah so i never felt like i was the oldest mm-hmm. right and i never felt like i was the youngest i i in my mind and i remember i mentioned this to you guys you guys <laughs> thought i was crazy uh-huh. in my mind i really do equate it more as being one of the middle children but then when i think about who the middle children are i'm like but then i don't fit in there i don't got no place where is my place is what who i want am to know I? that's what we're trying to because i've always clearly known i'm not the oldest but then there have been experience as my sister evie has made it so clear yeah, to me that's what i was gonna say was yeah you maybe you weren't the oldest but yeah. you were treated as such as because, one of the older because ones. we're only like a year and maybe two months and a day apart. Is it only two months? Wow. Oh gosh, here she I has it locked it down. Eight <laughs> months. No, it's a Somebody year. Don't ever want to forget. One day. <laughs> it's because when she was little, she was she was marking it on her little <laughs> calendar. Like, she comes <laughs> in one year. What did you say? Two months. Two months and one and day. One day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh That's my all the time I had in my little ring. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Not even that, because think about it, nine months of that, or let's just say seven months of that, because uh-huh. we don't know how right. far into the pregnancy mom and dad found out, mm-hmm. was focused on you already. That's true, girl. So technically, I had less than a year. 
And you had but all the time till I would I agree that I you like, see for me in my eyes you two were always the oldest too like I mm-hmm. never viewed you as anywhere in the middle yeah because you guys both cared for us right yeah that like, is true that's how we both thought we were twins that's mm-hmm. true that is also true so <laughs> I think but that's me, the thing is I didn't perceive it that way I did perceive right, it as because if I you're was seeing the middle it child. from the second child perspective yes, yes. I'm seeing it from hey I'm the oldest <laughs> why am I allowed to wear makeup and so is Lest <laughs> At the same time, yeah. why can't I have a whole year, yeah. two months in the day yeah. of wearing makeup all on my own? Well, weren't we kind of talking about this? We were, the, we were. A big epiphany because, that because we had I was about saying that. that for me, it was nice to just have, like, to have that, to know that I wasn't alone. I had uh-huh. someone with me. So that part of it was great, always great. Yeah. But then I understand what Evie was saying, but she's like, yeah, but I would have liked to have had, <laughs> can I get, like, a month like of wearing that makeup was before it. without yes. you? And yeah. then we were like, Oh, like now we, we understand her point. Yeah, because yeah. we always thought like, true. Evie, why are you so selfish? Yes, <laughs> you had someone with you, right? had a partner, yeah. and he was like, guys, I just wanted one one month <laughs> to just, feel just older me. than. And then I understood else. that because I was like, you know what? That's true. Because like, yes. for instance, with me, yes. when I, you know, for my quinceanera, when I wore makeup for the very first time, mm-hmm. um, and again, that was more like my choice, you know, because mm-hmm. mom lets you guys wear makeup right, right up. 13 yeah babies. i think it was like yeah, 13 um, but no but this is what i'm all i'm saying is uh-huh. i got that moment by myself You're right, yeah and so i didn't have to show with anybody i don't know what That's that would have felt like right. if then i had my other little sister it's like she can wear makeup right. i know what it felt right. like to share and it was so, wonderful <laughs> <laughs> right so for me it's like okay yeah i'm at age all my friends are starting to wear makeup mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then here comes Celeste. he's wearing makeup too so she's cool yeah. because she's that younger one wearing makeup with like you know when like 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 like, like that crowd of girls that starts wearing makeup at a little younger age but still the right age but still uh-huh. just a tad younger so they're like the cooler kids uh-huh and i was like i had to wait a whole <laughs> oh year longer to uh, wear it yeah. where Sally got to have that um sped up uh-huh you know what i mean because of you. I don't know we, how that worked out. I don't, I don't either. But <laughs> clearly, I wasn't the oldest child by myself. <laughs> oh my so how do you guys feel that affected your personality? Like, things that you realize now, you're like, did it Did it have any effect on you? Because, okay, the only reason why I ask uh-huh. is um, Catherine Salmon, uh, she's a PhD, a professor of psychology from the University of Redlands. She says uh, that she doesn't necessarily think that birth order has much to do mm-hmm. with um, you know, your personality and how mm-hmm. you turn out, she feels really it's more parental investment and sibling right. conflict mm-hmm. that can have an impact. She's like, not so much the order, not that it doesn't, but it's just not as much as we see it like on TV. You know, right. like how we joke around, oh, how, like in the beginning, I think our very first episode was like Mabe's middle syndrome. Right, right, you know? right. But you are. That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to so disagree with her because I'm like, it? I don't yeah. know. I feel like I. But I, yeah, but I. Think but you I agree. did have to get. But there are some characteristics, then, right? Because on some level, you are the middle child, and you did have to fight more for the attention. Mm-hmm. But then there's instances where we say that that video that we have, where Sally's over here fighting yes. for attention, and that's because why I Mabel's like fighting for child. attention, and I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Just well, like. the article states <laughs> that the firstborn is always going to have the attention because they're the oldest for one year. Two but it's uh, for less like, than one year two <laughs> okay so wait because you just mentioned an article mm-hmm. right yes and we always want to mention our article yeah, so um really i was thinking about all this and then i happened to come across um this article on prevention which said um it was entitled how your birth order might have shaped your personality mm-hmm. um and really they they go into kind of listing some of the stuff which mm-hmm. we may not get um a chance to 
go through all in the episode. No, we're just going to vent. But it's really because I want to hear more from you guys after reading that mm-hmm. article, you know, if you guys feel like it does. Right. So now, right. continue. So what you were saying, that quote you told us about the professor from the University of Redlands, mm-hmm. um, I think that's, I, I, can, I can agree with that simply uh-huh. because, for example, I think we said this before, yes, I'm the oldest, but I feel like Sally got all the nurturing. Mm. And I don't know, and it's just because that's who she was. Mm-hmm. from a young age she was just mommy. like nurturing how well she was always like you know the caretaker oh you mean i got the nurturing side gene or something yeah or? Oh. so i'm a nurturer okay you would just, i thought you like meant you like mom and dad only like, nurtured oh, i was like oh, dang that got real sad sorry, no sorry no like i was um like you know you would think that because i was the oldest i'd be the nurturer mm-hmm. like i'd be the one that would be nurturing all the all the younger siblings yeah. and i really wasn't and I wasn't selfish either, but I think I was also trying to assert my spot mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I felt like I was always, you know, like yeah. my spot wasn't clearly defined because here comes Sally right behind. Yeah, you were, you <laughs> were. Thing it's not. <laughs> and again, we have, we have told you this, right? You were more rougher around the edges, like even growing up, uh-huh. you know, okay. more like, yeah, no, no, like more, more, um, um, like you always had something to prove, mm-hmm. right? And, and so we always tell you like once, once, um. As you got older, like you started becoming so much more softer, 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 and then your son just be- made you a whole softy, like he really <laughs> did. He made you such a softy, and I feel like. And then we tell Sally it was the opposite with Sally, right? <laughs> Sally was softy, 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 and nurture, 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 and she still is a nurturer. But then once she got pregnant, she like her little her little rougher edges started coming out. <laughs> Don't we tell you that all the time? It's true. Yeah, you do. It tell was me like that. you both flipped, right? Like, Evie was the more like rougher around the edges, right? Like don't come into her room. She has booby trapped it. Yeah. All that stuff. No, and for I did used to booby trap <laughs> yeah, We're not joking, guys. I had Tell a legit map <laughs> of where everything was at. That was okay, I wasn't doing this in my teens. I was like what like You were little. Like ten, eleven, maybe. Okay, you were big. <laughs> No, you know what you were doing. I, mean, I was like 18 years old, but we tried to marry one. Oh, yeah, that would have been I something was, else. That would have been weird, yeah. <laughs> we would have had to really figure something out for you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And and it's just it's just funny how the, the roles ended up changing. I just remember being just so irritable when I was pregnant. Yeah, you were. And I was like... What was it? Maybe it's because my child is just. It's going to be some angry child. <laughs> yeah. But I just remember like I didn't. That wasn't like the norm for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like my husband will joke all the time. He's like, oh, my gosh, babe. Like you were just everything would set you <laughs> off. And I'm like, it's true. Yeah. I don't know what happened to me. And mm-hmm. and every once in a while when I hear him retell a story, like uh-huh. I get all sad. And I'm like, babe, am Aww. I still like that? No. And he's no. like, I'm like, I'm so ashamed. No, <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, no, it was only when you were pregnant. I don't know what the heck got into me. Yeah. I don't know. As I'm thinking back on like my childhood, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't know why I ended up that way, like where I needed to have that attention. Like I can't pinpoint why. I know as I, I know once I got to like my preteens, it was very weird because I felt like everyone was always, well, mom and dad, they weren't that they were always talking about you guys, but a lot of the attention uh-huh. went either there mm-hmm. or to the younger ones mm-hmm. and not so much me because nothing mm-hmm. big's going on with me. You guys are all getting older, dating by that time. Yeah, that's right. So they're all discussing that. You know, um, Rob's still younger and cute, 
And I, I think even by the time they had our two younger sisters, Naomi and Daisy, like they were cute, and <laughs> I'm like take, helping taking care of them now. And Does everything. that mean you were like in your awkward phase or something? Yes, yeah, I feel like I just got I just got lost oh, in the man. jumbo of it all. I mean, I don't feel bad over it now. Like I had a, I had a great childhood. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, but it was just at that point. It, it came. I came to a crossroads where it's like, where do I fit in? Right. Because I'm too big to play with my brother. I may break him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and but I'm still too small in your guys' eyes, where mm-hmm. you guys don't want to hang out with me yet yeah. and don't want me around That's your friends. True. You know, so it got really, really weird. But I'm sure you talked to my brother, and he may have felt that way when he well, hit he that age. Well, he was the only boy. Yeah. So he always point. felt like he didn't have anyone else that was like him. So he was always trying to, like, make one of the younger <laughs> siblings be a tomboy. <laughs> yeah. so, and, and it sucked if one of them was like, I don't like that. Uh-huh. You know? like, because he didn't have that anymore. Yeah. So it was like... Uh, I don't know. As I'm hearing us talk, I'm sitting here thinking about how, like, it's so interesting how each one of us has our own perspective. And I think at the end of the day, now that I'm a mom, yeah. I can see, like, the importance. And I only have the one kid, you know. Uh-huh. So maybe for me, for now, that's a little bit easy. But I'm thinking once you have multiples, right, mm-hmm. how important it is to make sure that you probably set that designated time for yeah. each one of them. because. Whether you want to or not, life gets busy. And so as a parent, you're busy with stuff. And Mm -hmm. if they're different ages, you got lots of different phases of life going on. And everyone's thinking, like, they all want their time. And that's hard. I can't imagine doing that with six kids. Well, and then you watch shows like This Is Us and how each kid has, (laughs) like, some lingering issue because of what they experience. And you're like, at the end of the day. poor parents are trying their best. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. At the end of the day. We're 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 somehow going to do something yes. that our kid later on is going to be like that messed me up. Right. Yes. We can't help it. Right. We're not them to know, yeah, what they're thinking. But let me say this: mm-hmm. I know I kind of like was giving you a hard time, something. <laughs> I wouldn't have had it any other way. Oh. Like I loved having you like in my life. Like it was it was it was fun. Yeah, those little moments would be like yeah, <laughs> but it was great to have like a partner in crime yeah. growing up. I like, felt I felt that very much like for me I always looked up to you and so for me it was like it was just nice to be mm-hmm. so that's why I took it as like for me it was like I loved that I got to do things with my big sister you know like I always thought that that was the coolest and it sucks because it's true it's like <laughs> I, I get now how you're like you know you think well it's true like everybody wants to have their own moment mm-hmm. and I can't fault you for that because I had the four years which sucks. Yeah, he Evie's like, oh, great. Well, don't bring it up. Don't bring <laughs> it up. Look, look, look. Let's be real, family, okay? That's what I'm saying. It was Everybody not Evie, okay? Sally hated me when I was little was and would try to purposely lose me because she couldn't stand me. Yes. You know? And so. the only reason I remember why I wouldn't was because I was like, my mom would have a heart attack. Like, no. she loves this little girl too much. If, if anything, <laughs> Evelyn should have been more like, Celeste, you got to get over it, yeah. man. You have four <laughs> years. You have nothing to complain about. And you know what's about. funny is I remember Evie being such a nurturer with you when you were little. Like, mm-hmm. she was the one that would watch you and take care of you and I would hold you and I would just think these horrible things <laughs> and she would look at me like you need to leave her alone you're so terrible <laughs> I know and it's crazy and I feel bad about that too like now that I think about it well I I have over time right I, I do I feel I feel bad it's not like in this moment no I, I know bad. Sally you have told me but I like every time it breaks times. my heart that I was like Aww. I remember I was like four and then five Uh Right. And I just remember, like, how could I be so mean to this little girl? It wasn't until I remember my first memories of like actually like just loving you, maybe so much that I felt like you were my baby. My Uh child was when you were in kindergarten. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if it transitioned in 
in preschool, I, I don't remember. I might no, have been I still feel too like little. That's when I remember but I too. remember in kindergarten. Oh my gosh, I would have given anything for that little girl. Like <laughs> it was like, don't mess with her. She's my child, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like how I family dynamics, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Siblings. I don't. Know. And so that's the thing. I think I, I don't know. I think it's hard because as I think about um, what Professor Salmon was saying, you know, that it's more parental investment in sibling conflict. That's where it gets tricky. I don't know if what truly was then influencing the way that I felt. Yeah. Was it because, yeah, I am the middle child, but I have different conflict within siblings because mm-hmm. I'm in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it's not even so much. I don't know. I think I think it is a little bit, you know, of both. Yeah. But I more. Would agree with that. Yes. Parental involvement with each mm-hmm. child and the way you interact with your siblings, not even Mm -hmm. so much just conflict, but just the way you all interact kind of molds you and makes you into who you are. Cause we're, we all have very, you know, different personalities. Well, and what I've learned in psychology is you pick up the characteristics that you need to keep the status quo of the family. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if there's something going on in the family innately, we'll pick up certain things to help that family system to continue to thrive. Oh, wow. So that's when you get, you know, the person who feels like they have to be the one to resolve the conflict mm-hmm. uh, or the, be the negotiator in the family. Yeah. The one who maybe starts something to deflect attention off of somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the one who's like the comedian to just bring that comedic relief to like, no, let's not. All right. right? Guys, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's always yeah. one person because that's how the family functions. Yeah. So it's I don't know. It could be it's like a whole conglomerate of things yeah Yeah. that's what i think and and then i guess i think it's interesting too because like we were saying we come from such a large family Mm -hmm. that then it's also navigating within that you know because like for instance our younger sisters have told us how many times they have felt lost within this this huge big entity that we make up that's true because it's like you have they feel like for them, it's the three older ones, mm-hmm. uh, right? The way they always talk we about it. We need to get the, their perspective. Yeah, the three, yeah <laughs> the three older ones. And then our one brother who mm-hmm, also right. has a spot. And it's like, we're yeah. the two babies. Like, where yeah, do we that's true. come yeah, in? That's true. You know what I mean? It's so, it's yeah, it's interesting to see like how everything just kind of is different for everyone. Like right. you guys were saying, it all comes from down from your perspective mm-hmm. yeah. in the line of things. You know, and, and I feel like, yeah, like you guys said, it does somehow influence. And I love what you said, Sally, right now at how everyone takes on a certain role, mm-hmm. you know, to keep up, to keep this family mm-hmm. unit mm-hmm. going. Well, yeah, because I think for us, it was, you know, since we were the older ones, Sally and I, it was, you know, taking care of the mm-hmm. younger ones. So mom and dad can not have to worry about, you know, that yeah. aspect yeah. of it. They know, OK, these girls have it. All the other the younger mm-hmm. ones, you know, are in good hands. Isn't that crazy how they they totally trusted us yeah. in that way? Well, and you guys first, right? Because <laughs> I jumped in the garage. But <laughs> for a whole bunch of years, it was just the two of you. Yeah. You guys would get us ready for school. Mm-hmm. You guys would walk us to the bus stop. We would all walk together. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the way life was back yeah. then. And it was also, it was a bit more safer, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. than it is now. Like, now I can't imagine my oh, child no. walking Oh, I know. I think about that all the time. I'm he's like, like kindergarten. He's going to have you know? a right to school <laughs> every day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But back in the day, you used to see little kids, you know, kindergarten and first grade walking mm-hmm. to their houses on their mm-hmm. own. Everyone was fine. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you can't even do that because it's just, the world just gotten so much creepier. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I always think it's so awesome how they it just entrusted that everything was going to get done and it was all going to be okay. I think it comes down to what you said, though. There was a need and yeah. everybody just stepped into that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you see a need, 
Fill it in. <laughs> sometimes I see, I've, I've talked to some kiddos where there's a huge need in their family. They don't want to step in. Oh, no. And it's like, your parents do a lot for you. Yeah. Step into that mm-hmm. role. Yeah. Like, don't do that to them. I know, because now I think about, you know, well, now that I have, you know, my son, mm-hmm. and then when the little one is on her way, and I'm just like, I'm <laughs> ever so grateful for everything our, our parents did. Oh, yeah. It's like, man, that was such a daunting task to think yes. that they had, you know, not just one and two kids, but they, like, I'm th- I'm thinking of a daunting task just with the two, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I'm like, they had six that they had six to care kids. for oh, and man. provide for. And I'm <laughs> uh, just like, oh. Yeah, that we're fighting and... <laughs> Yes. You have the remote and yes, <laughs> and we only had the one TV. <laughs> <laughs> and then when internet came, we've talked about this, Yo, right? Yeah. The scuffles got even more intense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make that call. Yeah. You on the dial-up? Yeah. You got to get yeah. off. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, I, I don't either. But it, it's it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. Yeah. So, I guess what's our conclusion then? Do you feel like your birth order had anything to do with? How you turned out? I don't know that I have a clear yeah, a clear know. idea. Because I think on some levels, I can see how, maybe, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but then, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's just a mixture of a whole lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like environment, everything, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Temperament even, like our own temperament. Maybe I'm the middle child, but I'm not prone to resolve mm-hmm. conflict, so I don't do that, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it just... Maybe, I don't know. It just really depends. You could be the youngest and, and be a nurturer. Although most people will tell you, well, if you're the baby of the family, you don't tend to, you don't tend to be the nurturer. You're mm-hmm. maybe more self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. But I've known plenty of people who are, you know, the babies of their family and they are nurturers. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's true. I think it just depends on who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. I think it just it depends on a whole bunch yeah. of maybe even what you've factors. seen, what you've been experienced, mm-hmm. what you've experienced in your family. Mm-hmm. If your family tends to be a nurturing type of family, or you have one member in the family who's nurturer and that just tends to be a style that fits with you. Yeah. You'll take it. That's true. So I think it maybe then it's not then maybe the birth order then doesn't have so much of an impact mm-hmm. as, you know, some people like to think. Boom. Refuted. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Well, thank you, Familia, for joining us um, on this episode. We cannot wait to interact with you on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find us on a little mass underscore uh, or our website, a little mass podcast.com, where you can find uh, not just all of our episodes, but our lifestyle page. Also, subscribe to our monthly newsletter. We are working on the newsletter for, what is it? What's coming up? June? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness, Time y'all. is flying. I cannot believe that. It's so going it to be Christmas out. time soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be, we'll be having Evelyn go on, uh, go on her, uh, her angry uh, yep. <laughs> discourse. <laughs> I do not bring Christmas before it's time. Please don't. <laughs> Give it its moment. Yeah. So, uh, but we do it monthly, so we won't bombard you with tons of emails, but we will give you sneak peeks, little freebies, so sign up mm-hmm. uh, so you can kind of get a little, uh, you know, insight on why we, you know, decide to do some of these podcasts and stuff like that. Um, that's what we're working on for this next month. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. It's todo. It's todo. For now, this is Mabel. Evelyn. And Celeste. And you have been listening to A, a Little, little Mass. Adios.